DIY or Die, Budapest Beneath the Surface. Directed by Lucia Udvardiova. Sound design by Mate Elot Yanki. seems to me quite tragic though in this that uh, in spite of all the changes the differences between Eastern Europe and Central and Western Europe persist so uh, you know the political dividing lines are exactly like they were say in 1980 or in 1930 uh, and uh, and uh, there's no great desire or confidence in any sort of freer society. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, but we are in Budapest, where, of course, there's a majority for the opposition, the only place. It's quite general. I mean, look at, uh, look at Prague, look at Bratislava, look at Warsaw. Uh, the difference between town and country well, it was the same thing in the 18th century. I mean, not much is changing in this respect. And that's very sad, really. That's very sad. So, you know, I have a, I have a daughter who is 17. I mean, she lives a life that she could live in Berlin. And uh, then you go 30 kilometers out of Budapest, and then you can lead a life you would lead in uh, Moscow. So, or worse. They were really, uh, the government camp has indeed uh, uh, done everything they could to uh, uh, preclude the autonomy of institutions. You know, nobody would have thought that anybody can really ban the Hungarian Academy of Sciences uh, and uh, and reform the universities in a way that, you know, fake foundations uh, uh, steered by, by uh, influential figures of the official right uh, will put an end to the autonomy of the universities and there's a whole system of state financing of the arts and of culture and of scientific research 
that is really uh, not niggardly. They, they are paying a great deal, but of course, uh, 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 mostly uh, people on the right can bene- benefit, or people who are prepared to shut up about political problems. And you can indeed observe that unlike in other East European countries, uh, intelligentsia is mostly silent in public affairs. Of course, everybody knows that people are disgusted and, and they don't like the system and, and, and mass emigration of young intellectuals is you know, quite frightening. So I know, I mean, my young friends are just, you know, uh, everywhere. And, uh, and so, so it's a very, very sad, very, very uh, uh, scared situation. And, and of course, some people, some people are still stubborn and try to do various things here for a while. But, but most people think that there's no point in making sacrifices. I mean, people who would be able and willing to make sacrifices, but their uh, reasonable evaluation of the situation is such that uh, they don't feel that it makes any sense to destroy their lives for nothing. Radio Studio, which is a community community radio in Budapest, and uh, the radio itself is in the complex of uh, Kazan Community House, which is sort of like a uh, like a conjoint twin of Goya, which is a cooperative-run community house slash venue bar and whatnot that I work at for the past six years. somehow have a work space where everybody has their own things that they do but everybody uh, works the same amount of money for uh, the same same amount of work for the same amount of money and everybody should be a member of the cooperative and at the end of the day mm, yeah we we try, try to stay afloat with a very different 
working method and uh, community structure implemented in like present-day capitalist uh, world, so to say. For many many years, we tried to network with, uh, we tried to to network and find actual existing cooperatives because as the cooperative movement has one uh, very very strong principle that if you do a cooperative, cooperative needs to work together. And we tried to to find a bunch of cooperatives. It was really hard. And uh, at the end of the day, we. Uh, we just built our own network of uh, like-minded people. Started to to see, uh, you know, like gray areas and you know, like that blind spots in in the Hungarian uh, like fair social uh, uh, economic space, which didn't really exist. And that's what uh, most of the people in the building are trying to to build. We're trying to be very self-sufficient in terms of getting food from farmers, like without any middleman. We have a kindergarten inside for like-minded parents who are not really relying on the on the uh, educational system at the moment. We also have a gym in the building because working out <laughs> and uh, doing sports together is more fun. We have this radio, for instance, we have a communal workshop next to us for ceramics, silk screening, and a bunch of other stuff. And we also have, we host a, a leftist news agency in like, most likely the only one in the country right now, probably outside. to push people into thinking about why we are here right now at the moment and what the exit from uh, the whole uh, squirrel wheel could be. Maybe we show a kind of in, uh, a way how you can still um, make your stuff without uh, depending on the government or something like uh, governmental money. But I don't believe that that is exists because all of the money is not for the, it's not the government's money is the people's money. So anyway, the people who are watching our movie and coming out from the cinema, like in Marseille or Paris or. Belgrade or anywhere, they are always telling us there is something which set them free, or I don't know, like during watching the movie. So many many people said that uh, we we gave back the hope. <laughs> there is hope in in the cinema because you know I, many times it's 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 a kind of boring uh, narratives and you know like film music tells 
what you feel and a lot of things. And we need to, to play with these thoughts and also about the narratives, is if it's uh, not like Hollywood stuff, you know. And uh, because the human brain is, is, uh, is a miracle, so if you... If there is a story which has kind of uh, holes or it's not very clear, you know, your brain starts to structure it. In the reality, we, we, we also have to live like, uh, like watching reality as a dream. So there is not a big uh, difference. <laughs> or there are not a big difference. Differences are English. I always thought it's a little like I live in, in a periphery but I still would like to uh, belong um, to the cultural scene of, uh, of, of Europe and I'm not uh, saying uh, that uh, to the western side of Europe but still to somehow engage uh, um, with mm, countries outside of Hungary um, and like I always felt that uh, my English is pretty bad and when I start to talk with the natives or even if, I, uh, if I'm dating with the native English speakers I felt like um, I'm, <laughs> I'm an outsider that's how our song Eastern European Accent uh, was inspired It was for me shocking um, to experience um, um, how uh, the musical scene is still very patriarchal because um, in the art scene um, I think most of the, the the curators are women so I was also socialized uh, among uh, female professionals and I didn't really feel that like I have any there's like a lot of downsides of being a woman in this profession or maybe I was just very uh, lucky that I never really encountered um, major issues but in the musical scene um, when we started the band we we, we met um, some wonderful Hungarian uh, female musicians uh, to ask um, some advice from them uh, because we had no experience in making music music because we just started it and all of them told us that oh I can't even play the guitar and I'm not a real musician anyway so it was um, really interesting to see how these wonderful musicians think they are not professional the music scene uh, uh, is also like heavily like influenced 
with this like political climate, uh, the so-called like counterculture or underground, uh, like doesn't really functioning the way how it's supposed to function, I guess, because uh, uh, you know we have like chances to open this discussions about like topics or kind of unite and articulate problems but it seems like that we'll just like keep on keep on losing these opportunities to to yeah to to find a voice for ourselves it's just uh, somehow the music scene like this underground so-called underground looks like it's it's a group of people based on more like formal cliches uh, than than like actual like values or morals like uh, we're just losing venues we're using like like you know like chances to stay to stay open and as how like the government are getting more and more involved in these venues like how they are like changing the city's structure and infrastructure uh, it seems for me that it, it's just like it's uh, many people uh, don't really find these tendencies as problematic as as for example myself why do you think it is the case why do you think that they don't there's no more resistance or protest I guess it's just uh, the reason why why we don't really have like this resistance because I guess we we don't really have any tradition in these like civil kind of you know civil right movements or like demo democracy in, in general so we have this like uh, socialist communist uh, heritage and it seems like uh, people are really like bringing bringing this like uh, conformist attitude with them or like uh, learning it from previous generations and for me it it seems like it's because so no but nobody really cares or uh, care about like the with, about the big picture everybody is more about you know just try to try to protect their own like conform and uh, lifestyle and level of uh, yeah life, lifestyle so so yeah that's that's why I, I mentioned that it's uh, this this scene centered around like uh, like stylistic choices more than like actual like values you know like the underground or like even like dance music is coming from it has like a rich tradition uh, with like involving and like protecting minorities and presenting uh, like counterculture and uh, and all these like values and uh, and we're just like uh, losing losing all that and what what 
what will like uh, stay at the end is just really just like the structure or a form of certain like genres or like yeah, like formalistic cliches or certain like genres or Well, what you experience, so I'm, I'm like a pragmatic person, so what I go through, uh, that, that's what I work with, that's what I deal with, and uh, in this sense it can be a very mixed thing from politics to religion to personal, or even psychedelic experiences or whatever. Nowadays, like, it's, it's mostly uh, looking mostly inside, as inside as you can and from that point of view uh, seeing the others and the outside world so it's first step is always to look inside we don't really like when it's very fragmented you know uh, like a being part of the professional arts scene only with you know visual artists or like that and like a, the other part is like the music so we don't like to separate it we like to we like to bring it together somehow so and uh, we had the chance to do these kind of parties in this place where we are uh, where we have our studio it's called art art quarter budapest and it's i think it became uh, an important part in the city being like one of the last independent bigger institu institutions like I mean when we started around 2006 that's when I came out of the university being a painter like the whole institutional system uh, and the whole funding system was very different of course uh, before the Orban government, uh, everything seemed a little bit more easier. So we kind of like saw like a linear pathway, you know, where you do this and then you get that and you go there and then you. Uh, but then that changed radically after 2010, and uh, because everything was kind of like <laughs> distracted in my point of view. Uh, and it became harder and harder to to get support and get um, chances to work in places or with people or whatever. And uh, because of our practice that we were dealing with political topics a lot, and uh, we became a little bit like you know these dark sheeps, I think, uh, in this sense. But I think it gave us uh, so much more energy and so much more creativity and so much more. So we couldn't get lazy, you know, and that's good, I think. And we met so many really amazing people who, like, you know, you just have to do it anyway. You just have to go and just do it. I mean, wherever you can.
DIY or Die, Budapest Beneath the Surface, featuring Gashpa Miklos Tamash, Mat Sibiro, Nandor Heveshi, a.k.a. Ivan Buaro, Andy Shosh, Gabor Kovats, a.k.a. Wee Bala, Leila Lawrence. Directed by Lucia Udvardiova, sound design by Mate Elod Yankee. Co-produced by Norient and Goethe Institute. Hello, this is the bonus talk of Time Zones Budapest episode, co-produced by Norient and the Goethe Institute. Let me introduce you our guests, Lucia Udvardiova, who's been investigating the Eastern Central European cultural underground as a journalist and co-founder of Eastern Days. She's also co-running the Babavanga label, focusing on experimental electronics, mostly of the same region. And by the way, she's the public relations responsible of SHAPE, a European Union-funded platform for emerging musicians. Lucia produced the Time Zone episode about Budapest. On my other side, we have Balash Pandi, drummer and former promoter with roots and formative years in metal and punk music, but with lots of international collaborations in the experimental and improv jazz field, projects with Marzbo, KG Haino, Mats Gustafsson, Thurston Moore, just to name some. He's a media worker himself uh, at Telex, one of the leading news portals in Hungary. Uh, my name is Christian Pushka, and thank you guys for coming. So in the following roughly 10 minutes, we'll try to discuss a little further the issues heard in the Budapest episode. Inevitably, the general disillusionment in the 12 years of Orban uh, Victor's uh, hybrid regime, a heavy burden, which seems to cause more and more burning out and escapism, not just in Hungarian society in general, but underground art and music scenes that's supposed to be critical and, let's say, radical. Uh, Balaj, does it get more difficult as a musician to get things done in Hungary if you don't make compromises with the official structures and institutions? I think the the harder part is that uh, that now that they kind of with the um, uh, with the emerging of the house of music, uh, I think now there's like a they made a, a frontier within the already fragmented and small music scene, and now people who. Uh, who used to work together or at least were fine with each other are now facing each other, which I think is a really weird situation. And they created a, a really weird uh, space to even exist individually as a musician because now you're facing uh, questions. Because before you just did everything for your own and now um you have the possibility to work in a different environment or work more professionally uh maybe try new things because now you can have a budget or a possibility but then you're facing the question of okay do i really want to do this 
Uh, for me, the the breaking point was really when I when I read the the opening speech of Orban at the House of Music, and I found that really disturbing, and something that I personally don't want to associate myself with. Yeah. So the Budapest episode opens with a general broader uh, introduction and problem historical problems and background and also dark perspective given by Tamás Gaspar Miklós. Uh, the acclaimed leftist philosopher, who is on the other side, has a pretty bad opinion about uh, Hungary's intellectuals and musicians for not acting as real opposition. Lucia, was it your original plan to start the episode with him to give this basic narrative? I think it was a personal choice as well, because uh, I actually, when I first come, started coming more to Budapest, that was when I was sort of investigating the national rock scene. Of, of Hungary, and I also did an interview with with T TGM, as as his acronym is, and uh, I thought, why not revisit it? And when we started, when I started to work on this episode, that was around the time of the elections, April, May, actually. So that was something current, and uh, but I also didn't want it to be just bleak and depressing so I wanted to there's a little bit of hope in 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 the let's say in some of other protagonists what they say like um Goya who are doing their own thing very independent in this sort of DIY um Ethos and and or Lorenz Lilla who's also talking about how you just have to as an artist you just have to get on with it and work in any you you sort of basically adapt you work in in whatever you you have and uh and and Uibala is also a, a somebody who who that was something that came that he's he decided to leave so that, that that was kind of like some of it was a conscious decision some of it was uh people who I knew and who Well, I was curious to hear their opinions. A lot happened in Hungarian politics since the episode was recorded. And um, and the question is, is it frustrating that you continuously have to reflect the last Orban speech or whatsoever when you talk about your scene? Um, and also, is it possible to talk about the city's underground music and art scene without mentioning politics in Hungary, especially in a, in a city that is in opposition? Uh, I think... You can't. It's inevitable to to uh, to talk about politics. It uh, an important thing is that where do you draw the line? How far you go? I think you have to talk about it. It. Uh, I on a personal level, I just learned not to go as far to ruin my day or night or whatever, and I I try to know as much as possible. I mean, I partly work as a journalist, so I have to. Uh, but it's uh, also it's really important to to f the the main thing that that uh, the main reason why the current system is so su successful is because people are the everyday people are fighting and they uh, oppose each other in such a strong way that uh, this is what kind of feeds this is the energy that that. Uh, Fides is uh, feeding off. So I think it's it's important to 
rather to step back a bit, be conscious, be aware about things so you know what to do when you have to make decisions. But I think it's uh, more important to, yeah, to talk about other things as well. Lucia, you mentioned, uh, and uh, since you recorded the episode that uh, Uibal left the country, mm-hmm. and um, I'm curious if it's, uh, does it, Does it come to your mind to leave the country at all? Is it a perspective for you, any of you guys? To me, it's it's not an existential question like it is for a lot of people. And, you know, I cannot vote. So for, for me, it's like a, I, I, I feel like I have not, not much right to, to sort of Uh, I can only comment as an observer, maybe from the some, somewhere from behind. But uh, f- for me, it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a question of yeah, like uh, how long I will be away more than here, or but but it's maybe more a question for Balaj, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I I I feel I was uh, I feel that I was born here for a reason and my my identity as a Hungarian is absolutely 100% cultural based so for me to be able to go to certain museums or or just to walk around the streets and pass my favorite uh, poet's house all the time that's uh, that's something that uh, I don't want to give up you know so Uh, no, for me, it's never. I, and and also the thing is, as a musician, I toured all over the world: Japan, Canada, U.S. Many times, Russia, every European country, pretty much. Uh, and this is the only place where I feel home. And and I have way too many people to leave behind. So and politics is shit everywhere. If you stay there, uh, it's if you like everybody is blown away by Japan. Japan is way more right wing than Orban, you know. So, so you know, to go like I mean, it's a beautiful country, and I love it, and I have friends there, and I love the food and the culture and everything. But to stay there, it would be insane. Like it was, it would be total hell. Um, and right now, it seems like um, well, apart from politics, the main issue is going to be survival in a very serious financial crisis that approaches the country do you think budapest underground and its spaces and venues are prepared and or trained for that i don't know because even they don't know i mean i i i'm in touch with a lot of people because i'm i'm friends with a lot of people who run places and they everybody is uh waiting for the first bills to come in everybody is uh holding their breath and opening the envelope most likely with in in horror to find out uh because yeah nobody knows as of now how much it will cost to uh to heat up a space to run an amplifier i mean some of some of the venues are running as a as power plants you know so it's really the only thing, like everybody is uncertain about the future Thank you guys for joining me in this quick talk and all of you out there for listening. Our bonus track comes to an end now. Well, to sum it up, we can say that you can't avoid talking about politics when you talk about Budapest, but there is so much more beyond that. Living and creating in Budapest underground becomes more and more about emotional and existential survival, either if you make compromises with the governing structure or you go 
on continuously building and rebuilding from scratch in the shadow of a financial collapse. Well, good luck, everybody. This was the bonus talk of Time Zone Budapest podcast, co-produced by Norient and the Goethe Institute. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.